When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, to continue on with Taryn's facts or fiction. Facts or fiction. Because Is that the new title of the facts every or fiction. intro? Fact or fiction. Yeah, and then, oh my gosh, maybe people should like comment and be like, yeah, that was a fact. It's a fact or it's fiction. You know on TikTok where it's like, mm-hmm. fact or cap, we're hip. Um, <laughs> so apparently there's a word, a technical name for the fear of long words. And I'm going to make- Fear? <laughs> yeah. Fear of long words. Like being words. scared to say a long word. Like a long word just freaks you out. Yeah. You don't have to explain. I'm afraid of pickles. There's no explanation. No, no, no. I'm just wondering. I'm trying to put myself. You don't know what I'm thinking. I know what you're thinking. I was trying to put myself in a position. Like, page. why would I be scared? Okay, but you have to read this word. I have to read it? This is this is the fear of long words word. <laughs> That's the word? Read it. For, read. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> it's called hypot. Someone was like, I'm going to piss these people off. Because like, if you have an actual fear, then when you tell people what your fear is, you have to say that word. And that's on live, mama. (laughs) Okay. I'm, I'm just, I want to hear how off you were. What do you give yourself? Like your guess? I'm going to give myself a solid six. Six? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. You got an F. Oh, no. <laughs> that was for sure an F. It's more like a two. I got the hippo, right? <laughs> you got hippopotamonstrosiquip. It's the esquipedaliophia. I hope someone listening right now actually has that fear and is just like cringing. Anyways, do you have any phobias? We're a pho- Hi, here. Welcome to our po- podcast. <laughs> do you have phobias? Of a, I mean, pickles and I don't think anything like there's things that give me like the chills kind of, but I don't think it any of it is to a point where I'm like I have to avoid it. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't like think the I have sound anything. of styrofoam, like people grinding their teeth. I know I have. The which I think all humans do the like trichophobia with like a, a lot oh, yeah. of holes. I don't really understand that one. That really that. bothers me. I can't yeah. look at it. And then I think I have a slight height thing. Whenever I'm like on the edge of something, my, my whole body goes yeah, same. weird. But literally not same. crazy. Like not where I would say it's a phobia. I would say that's natural. Yeah, that's my yeah, body saying fear. Get get to yeah. higher ground. <laughs> um, oh, your body know. gives great advice. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. What happened? Something fell. It's fine. Ash, keep going. We're professionals. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Ashley over here, Taryn over there. Mm-hmm. And as per usual, we are here to discuss all of your guys' life stories, situations, funny experiences, yeah. awkward situations. Yeah. Um, all the deep, dark stuff all as the well. Things. Yeah. Like, period. We're here to talk about life and mm-hmm. everything it has to offer. Yeah. It's what Pretty we do much. best. Um, I have a tearing it up. Yeah, you do. And it's funny. I've shared, I think I, I'm pretty positive. I've shared 
my version of this tearing it up on here before, but I had a very similar circumstance happen. Um, So let's do it. Yeah. Hey guys, I would like to stay anonymous, but I absolutely love the pod and you guys. We love you too. We do love you. This is an amazingly embarrassing instance that (laughs) happened to my friend. Last week's tearing it up reminded me of the story. Did I talk about it last week? Wow, I'm having a weird deja vu. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Okay, so this takes place freshman year of high school at the homecoming dance. We'll call my friend Maggie. So Maggie and I had been dancing and getting our groove on all night long and have been having a great time. Near the end of the night, a sort of mosh pit had formed in the middle of the room. So, of course, we were deep inside it. I don't know if this is a universal thing or not, but at every school dance I've attended, everyone starts kind of jumping up and down in a big group, which... I totally know what that even yeah. weddings anything. It's like not a it's not a mosh pit, but it's like a very gentle everyone's mosh just pit. jumping. But then you always have like those stupid boys that are just like running into everyone and, and chest bumping everyone. Yeah, yeah. Which was, I was... used to love. Fun fact about me: I used to love like once they hurt one of my friends, then obviously Mama Bear Tarrant came out. So I would wait until they were high in the air. And then I would just shove my body into them so they would like lose their balance and fall on the floor. But then I just keep acting all cute and innocent and dancing. And they never knew that I just straight just up like clothesline them. They yes. just didn't see you coming. No one saw. <laughs> no one saw. So anyways, um, do you know what I mean? Yes, we do. Anyways, Maggie and I were doing the whole jumping up and down thing when I heard her scream. I look over and Maggie is attached to the girl in front of her. Upon further inspection, I see that... Maggie's braces had got stuck and intertwined in the girl's hair in front of us. Not only was her hair very stuck, but the girl in front of us had a very elaborate updo in which just made the whole situation so much worse. Before the girl in front of us had noticed that there is something hanging from her bun, she kept (laughs) jumping, just dragging Maggie along with her. Once she noticed the three of us worked our way out of the mosh pit to try and set Maggie's face free, even though Maggie was mortified at the time, we both die laughing about it when someone brings it up. Love you girls. Love anonymous. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I've never had braces. So like, I don't know what that's like. You never had braces? No, I had Invisalign when I was like in my twenties, my grandparents got it for me, but, um, yeah, I never You're had so braces. Lucky. To what is that like? That. Um, yeah, I would get stuff caught in my braces all the time. There were so many times. You know how you like s- throw a sweatshirt on? Your sweatshirt would get caught on it. Strings from my sweatshirt would get <laughs> caught because I don't. I didn't. I didn't Why think was your to like so open. Like <laughs> it would just be like you know my my mouth wouldn't be open, but my lips would be parted like, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened multiple times but there I mean I was never doing a dance but like I've been hit by girls hair a lot I feel like it would happen at Disneyland in yeah. line it would happen you know just standing in groups yeah. with friends like dancing <laughs> obviously that would happen a lot but especially like the girls with the super long hair yeah they'll whip that back oh, and yeah. forth with completely oh yeah just like completely unaware of anyone being around them yeah. and just smack you in the face and it's just like wow you know, there was one time 
that I used to go line dancing all the time. She did. And this girl had That's when I met hair. You. Yeah. This girl had hair, no joke, down to her knees. And I'm like, one hand, I'm like, good for you. But also in a crowded dancing mm-hmm. floor mm-hmm. where there's lots of spins. And that's also like belt length. You have to be aware. Dude, she would spin and her hair would wrap around my body. And because I'd be sweaty from dancing, it would Stick. just like, it would like Ooh. slap and then like, <laughs> and I remember there were so many times I would get so heated because I'm like, okay, your hair is beautiful. It's your right to have long hair, but like, I'm going to pull it. <laughs> so I, mad. I would have a hard time. Yeah. Also like, imagine like dancing with a guy who, oh. especially line dancing, you know, has a like big ass belt buckle on. Yeah. Her hair had to have gotten caught. It had to have been dangerous, but she didn't seem to mind. So oh. mm. do your thing, girl. Mm. No, but I, I've talked about this before. I had a guy one time I was dancing with him and my friend was across the dance floor and she looked just like mortified and was like pointing. And then I kept turning around, but the guy was like, not, I couldn't see him. He kept like moving too. And then, um, finally, like he grabbed my head and my, my hair had gotten stuck in his lip ring. <laughs> so she said, I was just like dancing, like flipping my head around. And he was just like in pain, like trying to stop me. So, um, that's my I can really in that regard. Oof, wow. I was bun girl. Bun girl. Bun girl, fun girl. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> is there anything we need to like update the people on? No. How are you doing, Taryn? I'm good. My hair's like really red again. A so Taryn that's fine. Her I hair. feel like a new person. She has been a redhead for a while, but mm-hmm. she's like back to like fiery red. I'm fire. I'm fart. Fart, fart. It usually brings out a spicy side of me every time I like re-dye my hair. I would agree with that. Um, so yeah, she's feeling she's feeling spicy. She's, she's feeling, feeling herself. Ready to take on the world. <laughs> you know, what's left of it. <laughs> That's so accurate. That's very accurate. <laughs> How about you, Ash? I'm doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Hanging Driving. in there. Hanging in there, you know. Cool. Uh, got my um second uh vaccine shot and uh knocked me it knocked me out. Yeah. <laughs> She was unwell. I can attest. Knocked me out for a full, like, almost over 24 hours. But, like, anyways, um, yeah, fever, chills, body shakes, and aches, and all the things. So, it's so weird, though. Like, I woke up today feeling great. Yeah. It was like, it was was like, I I hit, I hit, once I was done, I was done, and I feel great today. So, it was funny because on my end, she like came home and she was like, I feel fine. And I kept asking, cause I've heard everyone say like they get really sick. Yeah. So I kept asking him like, Hey, I don't have anything planned today. If like you need help. She's like, I feel great. She like went out, was like doing yeah. stuff. And then in Completely the middle of the night, our hallways are like across from each other. Yeah. Oh, if you I guys was, don't know this, our bedrooms are acro- literally across the, the hall from each like, other I, and we see each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I hear her just like fumbling around like, and Ashley's more of like, and let me tell you, one o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I, I, you know, when people are sick and they, they breathe, like they'll be like, like that, like I kept hearing those like sighs and like, almost like it sounded like you were in pain. So I kept listening because I was like, is she okay? But then eventually you like settled down. But the next morning I walked in, I was like, how are, oh, (laughs) you looked (laughs) rough. It's so funny because I went to bed so confidently thinking I wasn't going to get any symptoms because Alicia had already gotten it and it had already hit her pretty hard and I hadn't. So I was like, "Hmm, we're going to skate past this whole thing. We're going to be fine. And then, you know, woke up at Mm -hmm. one, body shaking, chills. I was sweating. 
Um, and my stomach hurt so bad. I genuinely yeah. thought I was going to throw up. So anyways, Taryn walked in and I just was a mess. She was unwell. I was laying in bed, couldn't move. But I got you egg bites. <laughs> but she got me two egg bites. Two egg bites. Can we all just agree? One thing of egg bites is not enough. It's not enough. Why? It has, it has to either be like a snack. It, I, every time Taryn goes to Starbucks, if I'm feeling some egg bites, I'm like, hey, can, you, I, can I get egg bites? And can I get she two? Two. I'm like, I know. By now. I know two, this. Two, please. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um, should we like get into the podcast? Okay. Amazing. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start us off with right. my story for today, which guys, I really like this one. Oh, someone. Okay. So I went to Hawaii uh-huh. and someone recognize me from the podcast what? i didn't even tell you, you oh my gosh and of course okay if you're listening if anyone if i ever forget anyone's name you should not take offense because no joke all of people introduce themselves to me and within five seconds i've already forgotten i don't even know my friend's names <laughs> and okay accurate to be honest um So please, I'm so sorry, but there was a very sweet girl at Starbucks Mm -hmm. and as we're talking or I was ordering, she was like, I'm so sorry. Can I say, are you Taryn? And then she told me she listened to the podcast and I went to that clothing store Nectar and the girl who was ringing me up too was like, (sighs) oh my gosh, I love your podcast and I love you both. So sorry about your names, but I love you. I love when Isn't it's be- cool? because of the podcast. I remember we when we famous? went to remember when we went to Mammoth and the the girl there yeah. re- recognized us from the I podcast. I got so excited when that happened. I was like, "From the pod, I think I'm famous." I, it's happening. Okay, cool. It's happening. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so just solid. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Okay, this one is titled. I'm going to go ahead and say the title because this is what oh, drew me okay. in. Sleeping in the same room as my in-laws. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, okay. Ooh, yeah, sure. Let's, 
dive, let's dive right in. I mean, are we hey, 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 Ashley and Taryn. First, I just want to say that I absolutely love your podcast. I found it last summer and listened to it every day while I was working. I'm mostly caught up now and I usually listen while I'm running. It really does make the time go faster. I love that. I don't think I could listen to us banter while I run. Oh, if it's not full hype house music, I can't run. Oh, well, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> My body won't work that way if I don't have like hype music. Yeah, same, but. Here we go. I'm sure you are very confused about my title, so I'll just cut to the chase. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. I'm faced with a situation where I may have to essentially sleep in the same room as my boyfriend's parents. For a little background, I am from Saskatchewan. I've I've heard of it before, but I don't, I don't, okay. I am from Saskatchewan, Canada, and my boyfriend lives in Alberta, Canada, about a six-hour drive from my home. We have been dating for two and a half years and have talked about our future together, so you get the idea that we are pretty serious. We met in college, but my program transferred to a university in North Dakota, causing us to be long distance. It has been really hard doing long distance with him, and it seemed like there was no end to it because once I moved, we still would have been long distance. My boyfriend's parents were kind enough to offer me a room to rent in their house for super cheap if I wanted. I really wanted to take the offer because I couldn't imagine spending the summer long distance only for me to move back to North Dakota for school again, but it would mean changing around a lot of things in my life. For one, I did not have a job there, so I would have to start looking right away. Secondly, I currently am sharing a car with my sister, so if I was going to move to a new city, I would need a car of my own. And thirdly, I would possibly let my family down by telling them I wouldn't be around for an entire summer. I was stuck with a super hard decision of either putting in the work to move or choosing to do the summer long distance with my boyfriend. After weighing the pros and cons, I ended up deciding that I would try to move. I was very anxious about moving for a long time while I was job hunting and car shopping. I've never been one who deals with change well, but I also knew I was at a point in my life where I really needed the change. Amazingly, God provided me with both a car and a job within two weeks. She puts in all caps. two weeks? Hello. Jeez. Man, man. (laughs) I was going to say something, but then I also want to wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Although I've never fully shook my nervous feelings about moving, I started getting really excited for the summer. Well, dot, 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 that was until now. You see, my boyfriend's parents own a lot of houses that they rent out. They had plans to rent out their current house and move into a different one, but ended up getting themselves in a tricky situation. I don't fully understand all of the exact details of the situation, but essentially they have no place to live for May and June. And I was supposed to move in there in May. They are looking into getting an apartment and temporary housing, but the apartment they would get will basically be a hotel room. This means my boyfriend, his parents, and I would all be sleeping in one room. I don't want to sound ungrateful or rude, but truthfully, I am so angry. I turned my life around so that I could take the big step of moving, and now I won't even have a closet to put my clothes in. I don't know what to do. I can't change my mind about moving at this point. I want to live in the same city as my boyfriend, but I can't get over the fact that I won't have any privacy or space to myself, and I can't afford to rent a different place. The worst part is that I'm starting to feel angry towards my boyfriend, which I know isn't fair because it is definitely not his fault. Maybe things will work themselves out and it won't be so bad. 
The summer I had planned feels like it's all just falling apart around me and I feel like a fool for leaving my perfectly fine job and house. I don't know. I just, I'm just angry and disappointed. Any advice you ladies can give will help. Thank you so much for reading this anonymous. Oof. Wow. Yeah. So essentially recap. She had a great house. Mm -hmm. She had a great job. Mm -hmm. Wanted to see her boyfriend for an entire summer. Quit her house. Left her job. Was going to move in with boyfriend's parents and rent a room. But then they ended up renting the entire house. And we'll yeah. have to get an apartment yeah. and share that with yeah. four people. Yeah. Ooh. It's, yeah. So, like, in my head, <laughs> I was like, well, if you love him, if he's the one, then it's worth it. Yeah. But then I tried, I've tried to picture myself living in a situation I like that. Say, I feel and like I you can't would have, see me doing that. You would have a much harder time than I would. I, Taryn would probably thrive and have the best yeah. time. I don't, I was like, oh, it's fine. If, if it's, if it's him, if it's the guy, yeah. then like that would be fun and worth it. But then I, I, I literally like pictured myself and I inserted it and me into like an, an yeah. apartment with in-laws. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to, because she doesn't really touch on their relationship as much. With so it'd be now. interesting if, like, you have a good relationship. I mean, here's the thing. We're all so different, right? right? right. So, like, me, I hear that, and I'm like, I would, I would choose that over having my perfect house and job because I would be like, I just want to be around you. And I would go into it with more of a mentality of, like, it's summer camp. Like mm -hmm. we're, we're going on vacation We're this is not normal life, but I'm going to make the best of it and get creative with, you know, like what mm -hmm. we do. If that means like we're always taking walks or we're having dinner at parks or we're, you know, we have different nights where like, okay, like you guys always go out Friday nights. So we have the house to ourselves. We go out Saturday nights so you can create some type of like schedule yeah like a schedule and a, a situation it's kind of like in preschool <laughs> a lot of our classrooms at some of the schools I worked with we had two classes that shared one room and what we would do is we would schedule the entire day for like so they would go out and do PE while the other class did circle time and then they would like switch so it's you're still getting all these fun activities in but you're just smart about how you schedule so that mm -hmm. you can still have like independent time and there's not just too many people in one space, you know? Yeah. So I think like, I think you first need to, she, she hasn't accepted the situation. No. So I think first you need to be like, okay, it is what it is. And life is so much bigger than like us stressing about stuff. So accept and be like, this is going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be interesting, but I accept it because I want to be with him this summer. And then from there, get into like strategic mode and start planning, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love what Taryn said about making the schedule. I do think it's crazy how you were given a job and a car within two weeks. And I'm not, I'm not saying this is like, you know, proof to do anything, but I'm yeah. very much a person where it's like, if the door opens, then it's yeah. kind of a sign. Yeah. Um, I've, I've lived my life kind of by that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh, we'll, we'll try. And if, if things just like fly open for me, then I feel like it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, so in my head, that's, that was what I was going to say earlier. I was like, Oh my God, you had nothing. And then all of a sudden you have a car and a job within two weeks like that yeah. in my head would be like, Oh, you should go then. Yeah. Um, obviously this is unfortunate and I'm going to go ahead and assume 
that you've looked for apartments too because if you haven't then I would highly recommend that she you try to find being too expensive yeah maybe there's I don't but know also, like it sounds like this is not a like for sure the entire summer this is our situation like yeah. the parents are trying to figure something out They're, they are trying so to figure you never something know. out yeah like, it could just be a month or a few weeks right but I don't know how involved you yeah. are in that but like I would I would a hundred percent keep looking for yeah. a two bedroom because that would change everything for me oh fully um and yeah obviously if if worse comes to worse mm-hmm. and you are in a one bedroom <laughs> apartment with your in-laws and your boyfriend for an entire summer then honestly Taryn what she said is is the only possible like thing to fix yeah. it I would I would schedule my life almost opposite from the in-laws I yeah. would have an intentional like family day course, you know yeah. every couple you know days or whatever but for the most part I would be on my own doing my own thing I'd yeah. come home later and you know I would I would need space if I wasn't yeah. getting it I know I would have a hard time oh, fully. so I don't know what kind of personality you have if you're more like Taryn or if you're more like me if you're more like me I would definitely d- give yourself some like intentional yeah. me time separate because um, otherwise you might be rude also I like think that's what would happen to me like think back like pretend you're like in high school again and how creative you had to be to hang mm-hmm. out with a guy like yeah I remember like Amazon has so many fun car things like get like a cool like light thing for your car and then you know have your laptop and like get like the trays that go over your steering wheel and like do fun stuff so where you can like drive and like have date nights in your car and like watch a movie and like even if you're in the driveway yeah like (laughs) just I that's what I'm saying about just like find creative outlets and and use this as a time to be like oh my god let's just have fun like we have two months or however long the summer is two months ish (laughs) um to just like let's be young and stupid. And if we have to sleep on the floor, if we have to like picnic everywhere, let's just have fun. Yeah. Go camping. Yeah. You're in Canada in the summer. Like that's the best time to be in Canada. Like I would go camping almost, you know, once a month and go like spend a full weekend, just the two of you guys. Um, And it's not forever. And it's not forever. Like it's a summer. Whereas like, it's not like you're moving in and you're like, I don't know when we're going to get out. Also, there's an end date. If you do this and you get through this, I think you found your man, right? You know, like, yes. I think that is like a, fr- that is a sign yes. that you guys can get through anything. It's like yeah. couples that got through COVID. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you know, though. it's like, okay, but also like go good. into it. Like y'all need to have a keyword of like, mm-hmm. I need space. You Pineapple. need to sit, sit separate with your boyfriend and come up with your stuff, but also sit with all four of you and uh-huh. be like, Hey, let's be open Family with meeting. communicating. Like if we get on your nerves, tell us if we get on, you get on our nerves, we'll tell you, let's have like an open flow. Otherwise Maybe a like chore tension might girl. I, you That's, know, I thrive you know, on that a is, chore that chart. is my, that is yeah. my, we need a chore, chore chart. chart. Um, yeah. So anyways, anonymous, I, um, you know what? I am pumped for you. Yeah. I feel like this can be, (laughs) it'll be rough, but I feel like it might actually be one of your, it could be your, one of your favorite summers with your boyfriend making the most amazing memories. You hear Um, people all the time. Like, remember when we had like no furniture and we were just on the floor? Like, that's so cool. You know, that's one of the best times to be alive. So I would just freaking lean into it. Um, but obviously good luck, you know, good luck. <laughs> good luck. You got this, but like, we're praying for you. <laughs> we're like kidding. hyping her up so much and we're like, good luck with no, that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great.
All right, this is called I'm Hiding from My Roommate in My Own House. Oh. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dead. It's funny. So, <laughs> imagine me. No, we're, you guys probably actually think like I a, do. A huge, uh, yeah. We hate each other at this exact moment. No, I'm just kidding. But it's funny because I grew up with all brothers mm-hmm. and my room was like, just my sanctuary. Like I loved hanging out there and I always had my door closed for either the reason of like, if I was ever changing and I didn't want someone to see. And then once I got Charlie, it was to keep Charlie in my room. So I am just used to like doing a lot of stuff in my room and I always have my door shut. Mm -hmm. Whereas Alicia and Ashley are very much like they roam the entire house and their doors are always open. It's Growing never like up, a thing. Our rooms were next to each other. Uh-huh. And my parents' room was at the very beginning of the hallway. Mine was at the very end of the hallway. Yeah. So my dad never came down to like our side yeah. of the bedroom unless it was like something intentional. He never had to walk past my room uh-huh. for any reason, which I know your parents would have to walk past well, your room. Everyone has to, anyone and who's going brothers, to a room yeah. had to walk past my room. Yeah, so I feel yeah. like I feel like me and Alicia kind of owned like the end of the hallway Yeah, and both of our doors were just always open. And then me and my sister are super, super close. So she was always in my room. I was always yeah. in her room. It's just how it was. And it's how it is to this day. Yeah. And me and Taryn, you guys are, pro- everyone listening is probably going to laugh because you're <laughs> either me or you're either Taryn yeah. <laughs> and you're only going to relate to one of us. Mm-hmm. But obviously Taryn moved in what two years ago. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we came, we still struggle with this to this day, even though it's much better than oh, it was so in the better. beginning. Yeah. But she lives her life with her bedroom door closed and it takes everything in me to not take it personally. <laughs> Cause no, I, I'm like, Oh, she doesn't want to be bothered. Yeah. But it's the exact opposite. Oh my. Cause I remember there was one time where I was like, I, it, whereas me, I'm sitting in my room and I'm like, all I hear is you guys like, like hanging out 24 seven. And I'm like, why don't they ever talk to me? Or like, why do they always only say goodnight to each other? Like I live here too. So one time we had a talk and I was like, um, I just feel like left out. And you guys were like, oh, we thought you were mad. I was like, well then open your door. <laughs> like, let me know that you want that. It's so funny. So now like Ash comes in my room like way more often or I'll just yell out my door and I'll be like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, like, hey, you know, yeah. it's just so it's funny. It's hilarious. Wow. Apparently we just wanted to talk about that. Anyways. Okay. We're still not, I'm still not over it. You're still not over (laughs) it. I got a gate. I need to start putting that up. So the door's open. I know it's so true, but also I'm constantly editing little kid videos and that's not like a sound many people want to hear. Yeah, but I can play music or I do that's whatever. True. I'm that's good. True. Okay. I use my headphones all the time. You, you miss me? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying I, if you, if you want to be more involved in my life, oh, I would easily talk and come check in on yeah. you more if the door was open. And uh-huh. obviously I, you know, I can come over more often too, but like, I'm just saying it, would be, it would be easier. Okay. We, we love, we love learning at, things about each other. Growing. <laughs> this podcast is, has done nothing but help our friendship. <laughs> Next week, we're like, the podcast is over. (laughs) Our friendship has died. (laughs) Anyways, okay. Hey, girls, I really need some unbiased, super honest advice, which- Oh, my God. You came to the right place. Okay. You asked for it. Unbiased. Super honest. Yep. Here it comes. About this situation I'm going through. So, to start off, I met my best friend about a year ago at work. 
We worked almost every single day together during COVID and became super close friends super fast. Super close to the point she is actually my bridesmaid in my upcoming wedding. She has always had issues with anxiety and I've never really had an issue until now. Flash forward to about two months ago, she moved into mine and my fiance's house. She needed to move out of her mom's place, so I offered her a spare room. I've noticed every single day she's always mad, upset, or crying about something. It seems that every single day is a bad day to her. She gets home kind of late some days, and I'm usually sleeping by then. So when I wake up in the morning, she usually meets me in the kitchen and begins to tell me how bad of a day she had and just cries about literally anything inconvenient in her life. I feel bad because sometimes stuff happens and it's okay to be upset. But when it's every day, I'm starting to become immune to it. And so bothered by it that I actually will hide in my room until the literal second I have to leave for work. I don't even make breakfast at home because that's just more opportunity for her to come talk to me. I guess I'm really just asking for some super honest advice on how to fix our friendship because it's really going down the drain. Thanks, ladies, for allowing me to write this out and potentially giving me some great advice. Love, Sam. I love how she says potentially because she's like, you could also give me (laughs) terrible (laughs) advice. She knows us so well. Yeah. Oof. Um, Yeah, this is it. That's true. This is just, I mean, one of the very, which is why we were so hesitant to move in together too, because so many people have said, I've experienced this. You've never had roommates outside of Alicia, but you, I mean, I feel like you could know, like not all friends can live together. Yeah. It's actually very rare. Yeah. I, um, uh, I've, so Alicia's my only roommate I've Mm -hmm. ever had minus Taryn. Um, but growing up, we had a family who was a super close family friend oh, yeah. of ours. Um, they were going through this moving situation and they needed a place to crash. They stayed with us for like a couple months, mm-hmm. a few months. Um, it was great. We had the best time. Um, oh, m- much, much, much later, um, they went through a messy split up and the mom and the kids came and lived with us. And obviously, for very obvious reasons, they were not in a great emotional yeah. state. Oh my god! Of course. And um, it was really hard, really hard. Yeah. Because it was a year, first of yeah. all, um, not a couple months. Um, and they were all extremely depressed and and very angry and going through so much. And I remember, I was only. I'm trying to think. I think I was like I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember me and my sister not really knowing what to do. Yeah, that's young too. Yeah, Yeah. and like we had conversations. My mom would talk to us a lot and um, me and my best friend who was now living with me would start having these very passive, quiet like fights and I would start overthinking everything and it wasn't her fault and it wasn't my fault. It was just the freaking Mm -hmm. situation and where she was emotionally. But it was so weird how dramatically it brought me down yeah like so fast like I would wake up and be like is this a good day or is this Mm -hmm. a bad day and my whole day would wrap around like where they were emotionally and it's so weird because and now in 
in my life now, I feel like the only times I feel like that are when I'm in a big fight with someone yeah, or I'm very upset with someone. Yeah. So the fact that you're, you, Sam, are feeling this way without even having this kind of big friction fight yeah. goes to show how unhealthy of a place that your friend is in right now. Yeah. Um, so I feel like inevitably what needs to happen is some kind of conversation addressing. Oh, a thousand percent. And I think what, what happens when it's like your home life, it's so crucial. And that's why you see like kids who grow up in like just messy, unhealthy families have a lot of issues they have to deal with when they get older because, home is your escape, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have a bad day at work, you come home, you reset, you go hang out with a friend who's being like a butthole, you go home and you reset. So like when you have someone that lives with you and just coming home feels stressful, Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a lot, like it's, it's much bigger than you think it is. And I think that's why when friends live together, they haven't experienced that. Like me and you had to like, there was no more like, oh, let's just pretend this tension doesn't exist. We had to really quickly come up with a system of how do we address this? How do we move past it? Because we never had to face those things because we always would just hang out and be pumped to see each other and then leave, you know? It was like, you know, it was like... (laughs) It was like dating someone and then marrying them and yeah. being in the house with them. You <laughs> and know? being like, wow, you're time. so much more annoying than I thought you, you were. You <laughs> only see them in like the best yes. experiences and, and the best moments um, because you're best friends. And whenever you mm-hmm. hang out, like it's always fun and it's exciting. But like the truth is life isn't that high all the time. Yeah. There's always lows and there's always lows with the intention of resting for those highs Fully. again. And <laughs> The, your best friends usually don't see you no. in those lows, even no. if it's just resting, mm-hmm. you know, it's weird. I feel like they either see you in the extreme highs or the extreme lows, but never so, in the resting. So true. Because right? even when you're really upset, you go to them. Like if I'm angry or sad, like I would call you and I yeah. want you to come over, but it's that resting period where it's yeah. like, the, I, I need, I need, I space. need this, you know? Yeah. And it's not because of you. No, it's simply because I need space. Yeah. And yeah, that's weird. I never thought about that before. Oh no, it's so true. And also like dynamics just change. Like literally me and Ash even had a conversation this morning because the other day I was thinking, I was like, dude, I hang out with my friends, other friends. You are always hanging out with your friends. But I was like, when is the last time we've legit hung out? Like, oh my God. Yeah. Just hung, not ran to the store together, not yeah. gone to get coffee. Yeah. Like literally a night where we're like, let's get dressed cute and like go out to eat. And so I literally looked at Ash and I'm like, I feel like we need to start like being intentional about like best friend dates, like at yeah. least once a month or something. Yeah. So it is, it's crazy how much more comes into a relationship once you start living together. Mm-hmm. And I know that you guys are best friends and you came together during like a crisis period. I mean, COVID brought a lot of people to different places. So you get closer with a person when your relationship starts that way. Yeah. But you really have only known her a year. And I've, I mentioned this all the time, but psychologists will tell you, you can't say you fully know a person until you've known them a year. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, realistically, like you guys are just like to the point where you like know each other. And then on top of that, you throw in living together. Like, I mean, Ash knew each other for like six years before we moved in. And even then, I already told you guys my experience with having lived with someone before. My biggest fear, and I told everyone this, it wasn't a secret. I told Taryn this. I was like, I cannot lose you like as a friend. So I was terrified. Terrified. Oh my god! Same. I was like, I kept going. <laughs> I kept going. Let's try it for summer yeah. and let's yeah. see how it goes. And then child period kept panicking and thinking like I was going to kick her out. And I was like, No, I just want to make sure that we all feel comfortable. No, literally, and that no one gets their feelings hurt if they want like you know yeah. this to not happen. <laughs> I, called she it, kept- I called it like a summer contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll revisit but then I was at a point where I was like okay Ashley I understand this but like also um I don't have another place to live so like I need you to make a choice I was like so funny my answer is yes but I need I need a plan b like we need to know we need to be safe you know I'm on mom and dad I guess I don't have a home help Help me, I'm poor. It was so funny. I was so scared. Obviously, we're doing fine. Yeah, thriving. Um, we're healthy, so we are so healthy. Honestly, but honestly, it, there's been a lot of conversations yeah. we've had to have over these last two years, mostly because I don't speak a lot. <laughs> to not be very expressive when you know when people have a resting bitch face yeah I think it's me no yours isn't that it's arresting you're still here <laughs> that's my best that's way a bitch face. it's not like a, I hate you it's I'm looking through you <laughs> and it's not it's not it's never like at Taryn or yeah. at Alicia it's very much just me being in my space and you know thinking about multiple things at multiple times also Taryn had to move in sorry we are not talking about (laughs) Sam anymore (laughs) I was gonna say Taryn had to move into a house where we always work from home and that was something new too yeah but we digress (laughs) from ourselves but but I will say I feel like she could be getting tidbits from all the stuff we said yeah all this to say it's so hard because Obviously, your friend is not healthy. Mm-hmm. And that is a very hard thing to to address. Mm-hmm. And while I think when you are friends with someone who is going through something like that, you have to make a choice of either... And I just want to preface this. It's your right to make either choice. And I think sometimes people make you feel guilty or make you feel selfish when you have to create distance for your own health. But I I just want to say like, you need to go into this thinking of all options because it's like the whole airplane thing. Mm. You have to put on some, your mask so that you can help put on someone else's. So I think that what I would say, you need to make a decision of like, okay, am I walking through this with her or is this not something I can handle? If it is something you're willing to walk through with her, Mm -hmm. then that's where you need to, like Ash said, like you guys, a a big conversation needs to come where you very delicately say like, hey, I love that I'm here for you and I always will be here for you, but I'm, I'm having a hard time because I miss us just like 
hanging out as friends. I miss us laughing about stuff. And to be honest, like I'm kind of concerned about you. Like every time we talk, you're so upset and I would love to walk through this with you, but like, I would love for us to try to focus on some positive and even like to make like fun, intentional time because like I'm, I'm feeling like the heaviness of it and I just, I'm not knowing how to like navigate it within our house. And I don't want every time I talk to you for us to like, like I would love to help uplift you and not just like, you know what I mean? Am no, I making sense? No, a hundred percent. And coming from a person who has, you know, lived her life as a third wheel, um, <laughs> I'm sure it must be hard for your friend yeah. to live in a house with you and your fiance as well. So what I would do is I would be like, Hey, we're having a girl's day, you know, yeah. let's go get coffee or let's go get dinner or let's lunch or whatever. Um, get out of the house away from the fiance. And I would just look her dead in the eyes and be like, Hey, like I'm genuinely worried about you. Yeah. You're my bestie. I'm here for you for through thick and thin. Yeah. What do you need from me? How can I help you? What's going on? Like, yeah. let's dig into this. Um, however, I do want to say, like, I think all of that should be done and I think that'll help you a lot, but I do want to say like her health isn't, ugh, I don't, I want to, preface it by saying her health isn't your responsibility yeah and you can help her yeah as much as you want and as long as she wants you to but if she doesn't like accept it or get healthier or or um meet you halfway or anything like that I I don't know what Enneagram number you are but my mom is the type of person to just freaking help, 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 help until Mm -hmm. she has nothing left and it'll destroy her. Yeah. (laughs) So also you want to make sure you're taking care of yourself. But I I feel like if you word it like that and you explain yourself and you just say, Hey, like I'm worried about you and I can, I can feel it. I'm sure the fiance can feel it. You know, like it feels like there's a big Eeyore cloud in the house Yeah. and it's you. And I, I love you and I want to help you through this. Like, what do we got to do? Like, let's let's do it. You know? Well, too, I mean, just reminding her like, Hey, like I, I'm, I want to be here for you, but like, I don't feel qualified to like address some of the stuff you're saying. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like I'm having a hard time navigating, like how much, like, do I take on or what do I say? Mm-hmm. So like, I, have you thought about counseling? Like, is yeah. there some, is like, I'll help you through it. Mm-hmm. So then that way it's not all falling on you, but you have to be careful because it can't keep going the way it is or else you guys are not going to be friends and it's going to be a really rough situation. Yeah. So I think you should just first approach trying to be like, Hey, like I, I feel like lately, like, you're just upset all the time and like it breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to help you. Like maybe we can start like telling each other like fun things that happen throughout the day. And then if something happens, obviously I'm here for you, but like, I'd love if we can try to like flip the narrative a little bit. Um, and then just be intentional about that. But I think the more that you avoid her, the more she's going to need to tell you stuff and it's just going to keep creating a cycle. Yeah. So, I would just like, yeah, I would find, even if you're like, Hey, um, do you want to start meditating with me in the morning? Or do you want to pray with me before we go? Or we'll have devotions, like whatever. I mean, I don't know like 
what, where you're at or what of those things would entice you. But, um, even like, let's do yoga together in the morning. Like instead try to find like an intentional fun thing to do and see if you, if that can help, like even set her day up for good. Um, I would just get creative with it, but you also might need to be like, Hey, like we are like wanting our own space. Like I'd love to like help you find something like, you know what I mean? There's lots of options in this, but I think either way, you just need to have a conversation with her out of love and see from there. I, I I would be curious if this is, I don't, obviously I don't know if this is uh, the first time you're going to be talking to her about this or not. I don't know. If it is the first time, you know, she could take it really good. She could take it really bad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she just like breaks down and yeah. because it sounds like she's reaching for like yeah, help she needs and help. guidance, yeah. um, which you can, you can help her, but again, you can only give her so much. I very much agree with Taryn. Um, I think it might be time for yeah. her to find someone to talk to who can actually give her like educated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, plans and yeah. steps for, for getting out of this mm-hmm. uh, funk that she's in. So um, yeah. yeah, I think it's time for her to find a counselor. And I think you having that best friend talk and like being there to help along the way, um, is, is going to be the perfect, yeah. Perfect uh, scenario. Yeah. And I think just language too, like watching, like not being like your anxiety is giving me anxiety, but more of saying like, um, I want to be here for you, but I'm not, I don't know how to do that. And so I just feel heavy all the time because I don't know. I personally don't know how to like, navigate take this this in and help you and like I'm having a hard time processing that and it's becoming hard for me too yeah so but just not language that makes her feel like oh my gosh you're sad all the time and like I hate it like don't call her Eeyore like I did yeah (laughs) god what was I thinking she did say potentially giving me some advice let's well yeah but I know what you mean painting a picture you said you guys get it there's a dark cloud and it's you (laughs) You did, but I, <laughs> I feel like I read that as I know what you're trying to say and hopefully yeah, yeah. everyone else did. Like, so. But like, you know, you know, the you house know. is dark. Someone's Eeyore and you know, that's you. <laughs> so get out. <laughs> I'm getting Anyways. so good with conflict. Ash, you really are. If you know me, you know, if I'm you proud know, of you, you know. yeah. Someday she's just going to like yell at me and I'm going to be like, while I'm hurt, She's so proud of you. And applaud. <laughs> She's just gonna applaud. Yeah, so good. Uh, uh, but good luck, Sam. You got this. Yeah, just be very gentle. This is a conversation I would replay and practice in your head and Write practice your wording practice with your fiance. Yeah, and be prepared if she doesn't take it well. That's okay. Like she doesn't have to. Her emotions are kind of like all over the place right now. So that's a very big possibility. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. say it out loud. One hundred percent. Yeah. Percent. Okay, I have, <laughs> um, yeah, this is funny. I, I didn't know I was like, well, it's making light of something we sure. talked about earlier, but it's still, you know, you got to laugh in life or okay. else. Okay. okay. Why did the can crusher decide to quit his job? <laughs> he wanted to quit before he got canned. Ash. Was that it? No, but that, that would make sense. <gasps> Look at me. I'm pr- you, you're getting the dad humor. I'm getting in wow. it, guys. Proud. No, ready? Because it was so depressing. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
<laughs> it's stupid. so funny. So dumb. So I'm not still, like, to this day, I'm always like, we end our podcast <laughs> with a dad joke. You know what? Oh, it's shoot. the best part. It's Guys. the best part. You already know. Thank you so much for um, listening to the yes, pod. We if you love made it you. This far, you're our favorite. And uh, yeah, follow us on all the socials and uh-huh. stuff. Uh, we've been having way too much fun with our Instagram. So, yes. Uh, come chat with us on the gram and we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.